1: Inspiration I can do anything Education Let's do this And application Oh boy, this is going to be good Welcome to Like It Matters Radio Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy And teeing up
2: solutions for today's big issues Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black So
3: welcome to the world of Mr. Black I
4: have no time for the jibber-jabber Welcome to the world of Mr. Black I am he You are you And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio Radio, Like It Matters Why does it matter? Because it's inspirational It's educational It's applicational And today on Like It Matters Radio We want to talk about people Isn't that cool? You can come on the radio to talk about people. No, I'm not talking about gossiping. I'm not talking about uh, being a Republican or a Democrat and trashing the other side. I'm talking about you and me, peeps, right? Technically, every human being, no matter what we do, whether we have a job or don't have a job, whether we get a paycheck or don't get a paycheck, every single human being is in the people business. The greatest asset of any team, I don't care what, what you talk about, organization, country, community, um, civic organization, the greatest asset of that group of people is the hearts and minds of those people. You know, it's said that people are so similar, and yet I've also heard it said that people are so different. Well, I'm going to suggest to you that both are correct, both are true. We are so similar. And yet we are so different. And so as a leader, it's up to us to figure out the the how in both regards. How are we similar and how are we different? Why? Because we're in the people business. You know, my producer, John, he's in the radio business. He knows how to flip the levers and turn the knobs and push the buttons, right, and do all that stuff. And when I have something I need edited, you know, I go, John, help me out. And John takes three minutes to do what it would take me three hours to do. Why? Because he's in the radio business. Uh, I'm specifically in the people business, right? You know that because I help people maximize the potentials they were created with. And so I'm very aware of the similarities and very aware of the differences. And, and neither one should scare us, but we should understand. Uh, because again, if we're in the people business, we should know our product. And we are a people, right? You look in the mirror, you see a people. And that's you, right? Uh, when two people come together and they love each other, you know, then they create a little people, right? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, well, who do we sell to? We sell to people. Who do we buy from? We buy from people. Who do we see at the gas station? You see my point? Who's listening to my radio show right now, right? Hopefully some people, right? You got my point? And so today I want to focus in on those similarities, on those differences. You know, uh, it is uh, Thursday, and I'm getting ready to go into my first class of the year here in Dallas-Fort Worth. It'll be Team 231. uh, And I got to be honest with you, my uh, stomach's a gurgling. Uh, I don't know how you grew up, but I grew up in a very intense household, uh, and the feeling I get right before class is that feeling that you got in trouble bef- uh, at school, uh, and your dad believes in corporal punishment, and your dad at it. home waiting, yeah, waiting with a paddle for you to come home and walk through that door, you know that feeling? That's the feeling I get right before class. And so to boot, I had a little conflict with a guy I thought was a friend who's helping me put together a class somewhere that kind of blew up on me. I had to pull a class. I've had to, lost someone from class that's uh, sick, probably has was COVID. So, you know, it's, it's early in the morning, and I've already felt like uh, I've been in a 15-round battle uh, fight, and I'm not sure uh, who's on the winning side. You know what I mean? And so when I get ready for class, I get very reflective. One of the reasons why I don't like to teach my class, and you can read about it at likeitmatters.net, is because every time I take people through the class, I have to go through the class. See, one thing about all people is that none of us is perfect. We all fall short of the glory of God. That's what Romans 3.23 says. And we all have an agenda. We all wear a hat. What's in it for me? And so sometimes those hats that we wear can have a cross-influence, if you will, have a cross-contamination, have a cross-conflict, if you will. Because when two people are are dealing with what's in it for them and they believe that they're doing the godly thing, the right thing, the just thing, uh, then there's conflict. If you don't believe me, look at what's going on in our political world. Uh, I don't agree with what Joe Biden and the Democrat progressives are doing. I think they're destroying this country. But I do believe that a majority of the people on that side of the aisle... Uh, think that they're doing the right thing, I really do i don 't think all of them do. I think all of them, some of them have different motives like we all do, but I believe some of them and on our side of the aisle, I'm a trump supporter uh, I'm not a fan, uh, but i 'm a supporter i'm a voter. Uh, I believe he was one of the best things that what we needed for this country and uh, and he exposed a lot of stuff uh, and I believe that he's a flawed, broken man who causes a lot of his own problems who still was one of the best presidents we ever had, who loves this country, who lost billions of dollars, unlike most politicians who make billions of dollars by being elected. So, you know, we don't have to trash talk each other. We can just assume that the person has, you know, how do I put this nicely, the best possible intent, uh, but it's coming from the wrong place, you know? So... I reflect a lot going into class. I reflect on me, where I'm at in life, what my flaws are. I don't really look at my strengths usually. Uh, I look at my flaws, my brokenness, areas I want to work on, areas that aren't going well, areas that should be going better. Uh, and it's very uncomfortable. It's sometimes nauseating. Uh, and so that's the mindset I'm in as I get ready for class, as I start this radio show. And so I want to kick it off with a quote, which is really the basis for today's show. Uh, This quote is a woman, her name is Sharon Briggs. She's Senior Scientist of Applied Genomics at Helix. Uh, I don't know what any of that means, but she's Senior Scientist of Applied Genomics at this company called Helix. And I'm going to quote from an article in Quartz, okay? Uh, This is actually the first and last paragraph of the article dated uh, March 21st, 2017. I just pushed them together. Quote, It is said that humans are 99.9% identical. And what makes us unique is a measly 0.1% of our genome. This may seem insignificant, but what these declarations fail to point out is that the human genome is made up of 3 billion base pairs, which means 0.1% is still equal to 3 million base pairs. And now the last paragraph. We each carry 3 billion base pairs of information inside of us with the potential to unravel a piece of the mystery that makes us all so fundamentally human. At the end of the day, we are still we are all still more similar than we are different, but we are just beginning to understand how important our differences are. There is strength in diversity, there is strength in our differences. But I'm going to tell you, we are far more similar. And today, we're going to break down the ways we are similar, the way we are are the same, the way we are, are, are unique, the way we are different. We're going to break those down. And I'm going to tell you right now, one commonality of all human beings is we experience pain through this journey called life. And what we do with that pain really dictates a lot. And this weekend, I'm going to experience, I'm going to squeeze people, and a lot of pain is going to come out of them. And I always love this quote by John MacArthur says, you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. And Henry Wadsworth, uh, what a Wadsworth Longfellow said this, Believe me, every man has a secret sorrow, which the world knows not. And oftentimes we call a man cold when he's only sad. And tonight when we get started in Leadership Awakening, it'll seem like there's a lot of cold people in there because I'm going to bring a lot of pressure. But what's going ha- what's really going on is I'm squeezing these people. And what's coming out of them is a lot of stuff, a lot of burden, a lot of pain, a lot of fear, a lot of stuff from their past. And now is the time to process it. And as different as those people are, I'm gonna tell you right now, they're all going to come out higher than a kite, bouncing off the walls with a new life. I am Black. Today we're talking about the similar similarities and differences of people. We'll be right back. I feel all dead inside. I'm backed up in a dark corner.
2: And I don't know who's hitting me. Contemplate this on the tree of woe.
5: Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently
1: attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self development gurus, but I thought how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level
5: of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
2: The basics about financial literacy provides confidence in your investing decisions. Knowledge to make better decisions with or without an advisor empowers you to take control of your financial future. With the right skills, you are the best steward of your own money. Learn more today at a free in-center or virtual investing class at Online Trading Academy. 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410. Or go to learnwithota.com.
4: This is Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. No, you don't have Fraser. you have Black. And you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio network. And unfortunately, uh, we're not going to have you call in today, so I ain't going to be listening. I hope you're listening, because I'm going to be talking. And not just talking for the sake of talking. I want to talk so that uh, your marriages can get better. So that you can have a better work relationship, whether you're the boss or uh employee uh so that you can have better relations with those that you hang out at church or at the gym or wherever it is you hang out with I'm so, the boss. also more importantly, yourself, you know if we can understand ourselves better and understand you know the conflict and how conflict unfolds and what does it say about us and what does it say about somebody else, you know it really dictates what we think about ourselves and how we talk about ourselves. And so today we are talking about, we're getting reflective, but part of the reflection is looking at people. You know, I'm going to go in this classroom tonight in Leadership Awakening. You can read about it at likeitmatters.net. And there'll be 14 strangers from all walks of life, from all income levels. Uh, And we're going to be all looking at each other. And they're going to be wanting to know my motive, my intent, why am I doing what I'm doing? And I'm looking at them, working to figure out patterns, uh, what gets them going, what shuts them down, what baggage are they carrying around with them, what do they want, what's holding them back, all that stuff. And so it's going to be a classroom uh, at 630 with 15 people looking at a whole bunch of new people not sure what to think. And we do it all the time, right? You go to the gas station. You go to the grocery store, you're in the freeway, backed up traffic, you look. You look at people. You make judgments. You see little patterns, and you think certain things are happening, right? You put stories on people. You ever do that? You see a couple, you see a family, and then you make up a story. My wife and I used to do that. We would just start making up a story, you know, because here's their background. And we just do it, and we'd have fun with it. It wasn't mean or it wasn't a derogatory nothing. Please don't think that. We would just, because we've been around people, so and we meet people at such a deep level that we just sometimes see little patterns and then all of a sudden we'll create, here's the backstory on this thing. It's just fun it's, and it's creative, it's a way to think. And that's what I do for a living. And so today I wanna to focus in as we reflect on people in two specific parts, how similar we are and how different we are, how unique we are and how we're pretty much all the same. Those are important to know. And so first of all, you already know certain things, right? You know what's the difference. You know our DNA, right? You watch enough crime shows, right? We're in the uh, high, high scientific community now, right? That basically, if you ever did anything, there's, uh, there's DNA somewhere, you left DNA somewhere where that's, uh, you sucked on a straw, you Oops. puffed on a cigarette, uh, you had cells, uh, flaking off you while you're walking through life, uh, uh, you touched something right, your fingerprints and your DNA, you know, those are all different. Well, I was, uh, looking up all the differences in human beings and it's fascinating. And I came across this article, 10 Ways That People Are Different. And this is, uh, from, um, uh, a blog that's called Leader Impact. Uh, com the guy who wrote it 10 years ago Steve Morgan and he said several years ago my wife and I took the Meyer Briggs personality test MBTI and by the way that's just a psychometric and matter of fact tomorrow on the radio show I'm going to go through my favorite psychometric because it's easy it's sophomoric it's very simple to understand, very quick to understand, and very quick to use. And that's called the disbehavioral profile. Myers-Briggs, a little bit too much for me. It's, everything's driven by pain and Myers-Briggs. I'm not a big fan of Myers-Briggs, just say so you no. Know. I've heard 50% of people can't even answer the questions the same way twice in a row. So you answer the questions different, you get a different reading. So as they were doing this Myers-Briggs things, they came out different in every single letter. You know, Myers-Briggs has a couple different letters, and that brands you on what you are. And so what he did is he listed out 10 areas in which people are different. And this was adapted from Dr. Stevens' uh, marriage experience in the best, okay? And this is out of the book of list, I think it was, for everything that really matters. So... First of all, a big difference, people are either extroverted or introverted, right? Extroverts love crowds, while introverts would rather spend time in solitude or with a close friend. Extroverts are energized by people, and introverts are recharged by time alone, right? Big difference. Huge difference. If you've got an extrovert, someone that likes people, and the introverts are no both fried and their husband and wife after a long day, guess what? One wants to be left alone, and one wants company. Anybody know that one, right? And number two, leaper or looker right? Leapers take risks. When they see an opportunity, they want to jump on it before it's too late. Lookers are more cautious. They like to carefully check out all the options before making a decision. And by the way, if you haven't figured out on the first one, I am an extrovert, although I'm very introvert. I like the introversion. I, I love spending time by myself. And on this one, without a doubt, I'm a leaper. Uh, I'm a leaper. Um, uh, I don't know how else to say it. I don't look that well. You know, I mean, I don't, you know, if I feel it and God's prepared it, uh, it's called faith in my book. I jump out. Number three, outliner or detailer. Outliner or detailer. Outliners have a general focus and look at the big picture. They think in terms of direction and getting things done. Detailers look at the nuts and the bolts. Their concern is how to get things done. You get it right? So one wants to get things done. The other one is concerned with how to get things done. One's a bigger picture. One's a smaller picture. And again, you need them both. So please hear that. But I have a tendency to be a bigger picture person, uh, outliner, although I am a detailer at well at times, not all the time. And sometimes it's a weakness. Number four, spender or saver. If spenders have extra money, they want to spend on themselves, on others, on worthy causes, on anything. If savers have extra money, they want to put away for the rainy day. Again, I am a spender. There's a lot of people out there hurting. Uh, Hurting people hurt people. And God says this is true religion, right? What you did with the the homeless, what you did with the orphans, what you did with the widows, what you did with those in prison. Uh, You know, I see a need, I meet a need. I know God can give me more money. The phone can ring and there could be money there. The emails have been changing lives for 30 years. And so I have a tendency uh, to be a conduit. And if I see someone in need and I got a buck, I tend to give it away. Trust me, I've caused my wife much consternation with that, I promise you. Number five, planner or flexor. Planners love structure with everything organized and neatly packaged. They like schedules. They like deadlines. Flexers bend with the flow of life and take things as they come. They tend to be spontaneous, spontaneous and laid back. Loose ends don't bother them because they believe everything will work out. I tend to be a planner that has a lot of flexibility. I believe in being fluid, uh in being able to pivot and change, but I do like to plan out because I know that if you don't plan it out a lot of times, it ain't gonna happen, right? And the six uh, P's of proper preparation, right? Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. Some flexors never properly plan. Number six, scurrier or ambler? I love this one, scurrier or ambler? Scurriers are always busy. Speed and efficiency are their watchwords. Accomplish as much as you can, as fast as you can. And amblers, well, they take their time. They set their own pace. They might not do as much, but they enjoy what they do. And I am a scurrier. Number seven, thinker or feeler. Thinkers focus on facts and principles. They base decisions on objective data and tend to be task oriented. Feelers focus on people and emotions. They base every decision on subjective data and tend to be relationship-oriented. I am a thinker. Now, I'm very kinesthetic, so please hear this. I'm aware of people's feelings. I'm aware of my feelings. But also, I'm aware that feelings uh, aren't always truthful. And feelings can sometimes take you down a bad path. And feelings are a chemical response uh, to, the chemical, uh, to what you're thinking about, what you're breathing, your breathing and your physiology, specifically your eye placement in relation to your physiology. So a lot of people, what's going on in the world right now, you're dealing with feelings. People want to feel what they want to feel. So you feel that Trump is evil. Uh, You heard about it for four years, and then when data comes out that says he's really not, it was all a lie, you'd rather feel that your emotion is properly spent so you don't want to see the other stuff. So that's a feeler. Yeah, we, we want to feel, and we want to feel like we belong. We want to feel like we fit, and we don't want to feel bad because we didn't get vaccinated. We don't want to feel bad because someone got hurt uh, because we were eating Aunt Jemima pancakes and they saw a picture on a box. I mean, you know, to me that's silly, Uh, and yet we're supposed to be aware of that feelings. Uh, Number eight, dreamer or worker? Dreamer or worker, this is a great one. Dreamers are creative people who love to come up with ideas. They are optimistic and oriented toward the future. Workers are practical. They like to take other people's ideas and make them happen. They tend to be realistic and focus on the presence. I am more of a dreamer without a doubt. Number nine collector or tosser. Collectors gather things, they hate to throw away anything because they just might need it someday. Tossers get rid of things. They hate clutter and insist that if you haven't used something lately, you probably never will. Now I would love to be a tosser, just so you know. <laughs> but I am a collector, as just want you to know, I am a collector, would much rather be a tosser. I'm just going to be honest with you. Number 10, juggler or holder. Interesting. Jugglers are multi-channeled and can deal with many things simultaneously. Holders are single-channeled and can only deal with one thing, maybe two things at a time, or they become overwhelmed and stressed. Uh, and without a doubt, uh, I, can, uh, I can juggle a lot. I'm a juggler without a doubt. Now, I want you to think about this. This is just a list of 10. I thought it was a pretty good list, too, by the way. That's why I shared it. Each of our spouses, our team members, our kids, uh, the people we pass on the streets are different and unique. However we need to get, we need each other. That not only creates balance and variety, which is fun, but also can create challenges, which are fun key, right? So the key is to be able to identify. And then when you put that around, right, who are you? Why are you here? If getting a lot of things accomplished is part of your mission, then you're going to approach it differently. If your mission right now is about investing in people and building relationships, let's say for the last 20 years you've been working too much, you haven't spent time with people. So now you're focusing on the people. So a lot of this is predicated. You don't have to be what you naturally are. Remember, you can change anything. Just because that's the way you've done things up until now does not mean that's the way you need to do things from this point forward. You have the potential to change. But it's based on knowing who you are, based on knowing why you're here, and based on knowing who you are, and based on knowing this one question, what do you want? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're reflecting on people, and we're looking about uh, similarities and uniqueness. I'm Black. We'll be right back.
3: Who am I? I don't know. Take a listen to these words about like it matters leadership awakening from a recent attendee.
1: Leadership awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, unless executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the the leadership awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge.
5: Imagine doing one thing that gave you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. I'm Dinesh D'Souza, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour in November of 2022. You'll gain first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps and touch the Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Book this tour today. Call 855-565-5519 or book online at StandWithIsraelTour.com.
0: Hi, I'm Ben Hageman. I own American Pressure with my brother. Being family-owned and operated has allowed us to be very nimble and plan for demand and growth. Yes, we have machines and accessories on the shelf, with more arriving every day. We focus on delivering value by offering a full range of pressure washers and steam cleaners, and we are looking forward to taking care of our customers for years to come. Give us a call at 763-521-4442. American
2: Pressure.
1: pressure. pressure. Spay
2: Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. And, yeah, I give my phone number out. It's called about three texts from listeners right now. And, yeah, we are uh, going to be in class tonight. It's in Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, class 231. If you want to read about it, uh, you go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. Uh, and yes, uh, I think Jim's from Minneapolis. Yes, uh, 14 lives will change, but you know what? Not just those 14 lives, Jim's that are in class, but also staff, myself, my wife, my son will be joining us, another graduate. So we'll have 14 students, four staff, including myself, 18 people. And yeah, there will be 18 changed lives, but it'll be battle. We'll be battling people's fear, battling people's doubt. Remember, the three hours of survival. A lot of people are just surviving regret, resent and resist. And they all require a rear focus because when we're regretting, we're regretting the past. When we're resenting, we're resenting the past. And when we're resisting like this weekend. I'm going to do everything I can to help these people. I'm going to put things in front of them. If they would just do them, they would be successful. And yet early on and maybe even for one or two of them throughout the whole weekend, they're going to resist, not consciously, maybe, maybe unconsciously, because we're we're wrapped up in the past. I'm gonna represent someone who was mean to them. Maybe I'm gonna represent someone who abused them. Maybe I'm gonna represent a bully in their life. I'm gonna squeeze all this stuff from their past, all the stuff that's been hijacking them, all the stuff that's been attached to their experience that never should have been attached to their experience. You know, in Arkansas, you see these billboards all around because they got a lot of water in Arkansas, lots of little rivers and lakes and all that where people go fish. And they talk about uh, hijackers. And they're not talking about 9-11. They're talking about putting your boat in a water, leaving your boat in a water, and then water creatures attached to the bottom. And then you take your boat out of that water place and you put it in another water place in another part of the state. And then those things that were attached, those hijackers, then release themselves in a new pond and they cause damage. And so that's how we are in life, especially those of you that are Christians. Remember, we're supposed to be in this world, but not of this world. And if you love God, then the world hates you. And so you're going to have people attacking you spiritually. There's a lot of things going on in the spiritual world that we don't know about. That's why this morning, you know, one of the guys who uh, had to tell me that I wasn't that nice of a person, you know, he's working with me, he's a friend, he's a graduate, and he's just kind of lost today because something didn't go his way. And he, he wanted to share with me, well, maybe you know, your, your issues aren't spiritual. Maybe they're you. Like, well, ouch, ouch, hurts, and maybe he's right. But only, you know, only God knows that, right? And I, don't, I put everything in the spiritual context, you know, because uh, the spiritual world doesn't take weekends off. It doesn't have nine to five office hours. Uh, it's the eternal battle. All this other stuff, going to work and having kids and paying your mortgage, all that's fluff. All that goes away. It doesn't really matter. What matters is eternal. What matters uh, is the stuff you don't see. Now, we got the stuff that we do see, so we learn to be like Christ, so we learn to love on people, so we learn to be long-suffering, so we learn to put other people first, so we learn to sacrifice, all that. You can't just read about that. You can't just be told about that. You must experience that. And so that's what this journey is about. And we are different, but we are very similar, too. And so, let me go through this segment. I'm going to go through. I picked up a few things that are different. Now, you all know our DNA is unique to us, and you all know that your fingerprints are unique to us, even two twins in the same womb, sharing the same womb in a mother's, you know, in a mother's body. Think about this. They have different fingerprints. And I believe those fingerprints are a direct correlation to the corresponding lobe of the brain. And that fingerprint pattern is a photocopy identical to the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe. So that's just my belief. And so you know those things are different. So let me give you a couple other things that are totally unique about you that nobody else has. So eyes. So the eyes are the window to your soul and your identity. The iris, a muscle that opens and closes the pupil to control how much light enters the eye, has tiny textural patterns. DNA determines the color and structure of the iris, but its random pits, furrows, swirls, and rifts occur during fetal development, which makes every iris unique. Even your two irises don't match each other. The patterns are thought to appear as the fetus opens and closes its developing eyes and iris tissues tighten and fold. Isn't that incredible? It's almost like wrinkles, right? How about the ear, right? Trace the rim of your ear. Feel those curves. Feel the ridges. You're the only person in the world with the exact shape. In one British study, researchers developed an algorithm that could identify a single individual out of more than 250 others with a 99.6% accuracy rate by analyzing how light reflects off the curves of the ears. Wow. The ear is such a handy identifier that Yahoo is developing technology to unlock smartphones with an ear scanner. Someone receiving a call would unlock the phone by simply pressing it to their ear. Isn't that fascinating? How about your tongue? It's like a fingerprint, believe it or not. I know it's stunning, right? But it's like a fingerprint. The the tongue has its own shape, texture. Remember all those little tiny little bumps and ridges? They're distributed in a way that is uniquely yours. These patterns rarely change over time since the tongue is protected inside the mouth, you know, unlike fingertips, which may become scarred. But by the way, your fingerprints don't change either. Your fingerprints are the exact same from the day you're born until the day you die. By the way, every other line on your hands and your feet changes based on experience. Yep. Based on experience, so if you were to live your life all over again, let's start at day one. Okay, so you're day one, you're the same, and you live your life one way, and then day two, you got, got or got a chance to go back to day two and totally live totally different made totally different choices. Your fingerprints would be the same, but every other line on your hand would be different. Your fingerprints never change, but every other line on your hands and your feet changes based on experience. That's just fascinating. How about your voice? Your voice is unlike anyone else's. Some vocal characteristics are easy to detect, you know, frequency, you know, high or low, intensity, loud or soft. Other traits, however, like tightness, resonance, nasality, are usually more difficult to pinpoint. An individual's unique vocal tract is partly genetic and partly learned. The length of one's neck and the width of the pharynx, right? Pharynx, pharynx. Sorry, plays a part, but so do learned characteristics such as lip rounding and vowel pronunciation. Isn't that incredible? Based on these combined traits, scientists have already created systems to automatically recognize a person's voice if it is pre-recorded in a database. Fascinating. Ready for this one? Your toe print. Yeah, I saw this on a, uh, a crime show. That uh, some guy a uh, uh, cold case crime. Some guy uh, broke in a woman's window and killed her. Did something. I remember what the what the, what happened. But they eventually identified him. And what happened? There was a um, a tomato in the windowsill, and when the guy opened up the window, the tomato fell down, and he took his socks and shoes off. I don't know why. I'm just telling you what the story was. Uh, and he s- stepped on the tomato and he smushed it. Uh, and believe it or not, his footprint, his toe print. Was in there. Yep. (laughs) That's strange. And they wound up getting this guy based on that, if you can believe that. Stunning. 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 stunning, Tunning. Yeah. Teeth. You know this one, right? Teeth. Your teeth not only reveal your DNA, which is why dental records are often used to identify bodies, but are particular to you based on your personal habits. Perhaps you clench your jaw, grind your teeth, play a certain instrument, hold keys in your mouth uh, on the way to the car, whatever it is, right? And by the way, they do the same thing now with shoes, just like tires. Do you know tires on a car? uh, You can trace those back based on how they were, just like when you shoot a gun, when that that gun goes to the chamber, when I don't know all the technicalities, but when the firing pin hits it, it puts little grooves on it, and you could trace any a bullet back to a gun if you could trace those grooves the same thing the way we walk our shoes if you worn a pair of shoes for a year your gait is so unique that your shoes if you wore your shoes that you've worn for a while that you've worn for a while and you commit a crime and there was a print of that they could track you down based on that print of your shoe the way it wears out that's how unique you are with your gait and the way you walk and the way you drag this and drag that it's fascinating now we talked about the uh, uh the eye before right how about your retina? Because we talked about the iris. How about your retina? The very back of the eye, the retina, is a precise snapshot of your nervous system unique to you. How about that? It displays a pattern of blood vessels that your eye doctor observes to detect the first signs of diabetes, high blood pressure, and even declining brain health. Think about that. That's powerful. And then we talked about this, the gait. That was what I was talking about, the shoes. And I, I read this in China, that they have gait technology. Where they can photograph or film an entire mob of people, and they can have hoods on and masks on, because that's what everybody does nowadays, right? And can identify somebody just by their gait. And so, in a gait, it's not quite your feet, but how you use them. Do you slightly drag one foot, bouncing on another? Even if it's never noticed anything unusual about how you stroll, sophisticated systems can. That's what the gate technology is. Whether you're aware of it or not, these are patterns. When an international team of bioengineers analyzed the foot pressure patterns of more than 100 participants, they identified individuals ready with, here's that figure again, 99.6. That's the same rate. Uh, That's a better rate, I should say, than covid if you get COVID, you got a better chance of not uh, not dying than 99.6%. Right? It's funny when people get COVID, they think it's a death sentence. No, it's a it's a cold. I get sniffles all the time, all the time. 99.6% accuracy rate through more uh, this study. This is gate technology. So I want you to know that we are without a doubt different people. But after the break, I want to go into how similar we are because we live in a country and a world that wants to separate us by differences. But I'm going to tell you right now, what we have in common far outweighs the difference we have. And we need to embrace the differences. There's value in difference. I sure wouldn't want to be married to me. I needed somebody else. I wouldn't want to marry me. I'm not sure why my wife would, right? You got my point? We need differences. We need to celebrate the differences. But after the break, let's talk about similarities. I'm Black. We'll be right back. I find this scientifically fascinating.
5: Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended
1: Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of
5: awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Sightseeing in Paris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
2: You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do, but you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing, and it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's
0: your plumber?
2: Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net.
0: Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests and more. All from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store.
3: Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening.
1: For probably two-thirds of my
4: <laughs> Me too, Leslie. Me too. I am black. And you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. And today we're talking about people. No, not like other people talk about people. Not like that. We're talking about people in person, in, about growth, about understanding. I, I really believe what's lacking in America today is understanding, mercy, and grace. We all want to attack each other. If we think different if we act different we want to destroy each other we question people's motives we we put mean motives on them but what's lacking is understanding and i have a saying i've said this for years i learned it from dr rome in uh, atlanta Uh, if i can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better doesn't it make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship what? And it seems like we're all so wrapped up in our own wants, our own needs, our own ego, our own opinions, uh, that we don't have a place uh, to, to, to look at others until we go overboard and go the other way. And that's what the C- whole CRT is, critical race theory. The whole, uh, you know, some people out there have been racist, uh, white, black. I mean, some of the most racist people I've ever met, I'll be honest with you, are, are people of color. And the, the, the definition of racism, before the woke world wants to change it, uh, is using race as a determining factor. If I like you or don't like you because of your race, I'm a, a racist. If I hire you or don't hire you because of your race, I'm a racist. If I uh, want to share my bed with you or not because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. I mean, it's pretty simple. Keep it simple, soldier. And we do. One thing I learned a long time ago in NLP uh, is that people like people like themselves. See, now we're getting a lot of similarities. See, the similarities, we're all human beings, and we are all part of the same race. This is what's fascinating. There's only one race, and yet the world talks about race where I just use the term because it's a term you understand. I used it for your benefit. But there's one race. It's called the human race. Even Jesus said that. There's no Greek or Jew. There's no slave or bondholder. I mean, we're all children. of God, the way I say it is in heaven, there are no grandkids. There are no grandkids. You know why? Because there's only one father in heaven. That's God. And his son, Jesus. And then we're brothers and sisters. We're children of God. That's it. And we're my wife, if she's a Christian, which I believe she is, uh, when we're in heaven together, she won't be my wife. She'll be my sister. My kids won't be my sons and my daughters in heaven. They'll be my brothers and my sister. Don't you get it? And so there are similarities between people. We all have fingerprints. We all have pain. When we talked about pain before, pain is part of life. And I really believe what differentiates people a lot is what we do with our pain. You know, pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. C.S. Lewis put it this way, getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. And the key question is, what do we do with the pain? Do we use it as a reason to hurt others? Because that's what usually happens. Hurting people hurt people. It's like going for a massage or going to a physical therapist, and they push on a spot that you did not know was sore, and they push on hard, and you jerk back or you flip, uh, hit your arm against them or something. Yeah, it's it's like when the doctor, you're sitting there, and you go to a doctor, and he does the reflex test on your knee, and he hits your, your kneecap with that thing, and your leg flings forward. It's the same thing. Hurting people hurt people. But you can choose to change that like I did and like many do. You can choose to take that pain and process it and then have empathy, have understanding, and then use your pain to help other people. It's about consciously making a choice to use our pain to help others in pain. When we have walked a mile in pain's footsteps, we can have empathy, understanding. You know, I call it street cred, right? And I'm going to tell you right now, five choices uh, that make up the sum total of your life. I truly believe this. And what this is similar. It doesn't matter what your skin color is, what your socioeconomic background is, uh, what your political affiliation is, what church, synagogue, or mosque you go to. The five choices that that make up basically the sum total of your life. Number one, time. How do you spend it? Number two, attitude. What will you embrace for that moment, that day, that life? Number three, focus. What are you focused on and how long? Number four, your narrative, the self-talk, the way you talk to yourself, what you allow in your head. How do you explain things to yourself? How do you remember it, recollect it, remind yourself? And the fifth one is the God question. You know, that God question dictates do you have a a God-operating system or a flesh-operating system? You know the thing. And again, outside the Bible, I'm going to tell you about right, the, the number one book I would highly recommend for anybody that's not sure about The Thing, like Joe Biden's not sure about The Thing. He, he thinks he knows The Thing, but I'm going to tell you right now, The Thing's going to say, I never knew you, uh, based on his voting record and abortions and gay rights and all this other stuff. Uh, man, that's not, a, that's not a man of God. You can, you can say you're anything, but The Thing ain't going to know uh, who he is. I can tell you that right now. Frank Turek and Norman Geisler wrote one of the best books outside of the Bible, and it's called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. And if you're struggling with the God question, if you're not sure, then go to that. So some of the similarities. My background is neuro-linguistic programming. Remember NLP, this matters. It's the science of how the brain codes learning and experience, and this coding affects all communication behavior. It affects how you learn, how you experience the world around you, is a key to reaching and achieving results. And it really is about patterns, how people organize stuff. See, the brain is made the same way no matter what your skin color. It's sensory-based. Every single uh, experience you have is stored in the senses. It's stored as something you saw, stored as something you heard, stored as something you felt, stored as something you smelled, stored as something you tasted, right? Now, we store differently because we're unique, but the effects of the storage have the similar effects. See, it doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how do we explain it to ourselves. It doesn't matter what happens to ourselves. What matters is how is it codified? How is it remembered? How is it recollected? How is it reminded? That's the key. That's one way is joy, thinking about something. One way is trauma. Same exact experience. So notice what I'm talking about. NLP is all about patterns. And patterns is because similar people are doing similar things, getting similar results. See, when I spend about five minutes with someone, I can tell you a pretty good story about them. Please hear this. I can't guarantee I'm, I'm accurate. I can tell you what, I'm right most of the time. Majority what I'm saying what I'm seeing what I'm hearing what I'm feeling is right because of patterns and the only way these patterns would work if people are similar and they are they are the brain works the same way whether you're black or white. And that's why I want to change the rules and saying black people can't get Fs or black people can't get Ds or black people can't speak proper English or black people can't get IDs or black people hate cops. Those are such racist statements. They're lies. They're not true. They're lowering the bar on people of a skin color who's black. Uh, you're basically condescending saying black people are less than. I'm stunned at how racist the progressives are. I'm stunned that Joe Biden hung out with all these people, these racists, the KKK. These were senators. These were friends of his. And now he's blaming other people. If you don't think like he is, you're a racist. Well, he's a racist. So if you think like he is, you are a racist, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. So the brain works the same way. Your body no matter what your skin color, no matter what country you come from, no matter what language or creed you have, you ready for this? your body releases the same amount of chemicals. Your eyes work the same way. Your heart beats the same way. A harsh word affects you the same way. A spouse cheating on you affects you the same way. The loss of a child affects you the same way. Don't you get it? See, the brain is sensory based. And one thing I learned a long time ago is we're far more similar. Why do you think you can have, um, uh, you know, the hierarchy of needs? Abraham Maslow, how do you think you have transactional analysis? Dr. Eric Burns. What they're saying is the similarity of people and how they process mentally, psychologically, physically. And these are the patterns. They don't say the needs of black people, hierarchy of needs of black people, the hierarchy needs of Hawaiian people, the hierarchy needs of Asian people, of people. Yeah, it's people. And we live in a world that wants to separate us. I'm going to tell you right now. Next time you walk by a people, you look in their eyes. Don't look at their skin color. Don't look at their clothing. Don't look at their bank account. Look in the eyes because the eyes are the window of the soul. I'm going to tell you right now, that's a living, breathing human being. That person wants to love and be loved just like you do. That person wants to provide for their family. That person wants to know they matter. That person wants safety and security just like you do. That person wants a chance to accomplish whatever they can. That person wants a chance to have good things. you see what I'm saying? They're the same thing. Every mother wants the best for their child. Every father wants... Once, wants one day for that child to look at him and say, that's my daddy. We all have pain. We all have hurt. And this weekend, I'm going to have 14 people from all walks of life, all income levels, different backgrounds. But I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to come out, chains, on fire, excited, bonded, a family of brothers and sisters. Join us next week to hear about it. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. My number one goal is to remind you that when you live your life like it matters, it does. You know the thing. Don't try and church it up, son. Before Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like
2: crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had